0: Hi and welcome to Absolutely Trashed, where two trashy girls discuss all the big topics in life. I'm Ashley. And I'm Grace. And today's topic is... Pockets. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already angry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, bitch, you should be. Bitch, I've been mad about pockets for a long time. Women are mad about pockets. I don't know if this needs to be a public service announcement, but women be mad.
0: Honestly, if you are listening and you're already confused, that just tells me you don't wear women's clothing. Yeah. yeah. Because anybody who wears women's clothing knows exactly Uh why we're pissed. Uh
1: (laughs) I have to thank my mum because she gave me the idea for this topic
0: yes mama yeah she
1: was like
0: why are you doing
1: such serious stuff all the time and I was like well because that's the fun stuff and she's like there's other fun stuff and I was like okay name one other fun stuff that isn't serious and she was like do pockets do the history of pockets I was like what the what the fuck but then I started
0: looking into it and I
1: was like damn girl
0: (laughs) to be honest like pockets I'm more mad about pockets than I'm than I ever was in the murder episode or the you know.
1: Yeah, because it's a pers- this, this feels like a personal thing. Oh, it is. And it is. But yeah, shout out to your mum. I know. She, she, did, she did real good on this one. She a go- she's good at picking topics, to be honest. She's a good lady. Let's yeah. keep her. Yeah. Let's keep your mum. And as some people know, I got laser
0: eye surgery like two weeks ago.
1: Yes. Two
0: weeks ago. I Something don't even hard. know. I'm not the person I ask, I'm sorry.
1: Um and so screens are still a bit blurry for me and it really hurts my eyes to stare at screens. So I was trying so hard over the last week to do all my research for this and I found this pretty awesome article that just basically says everything that i was trying to research and then type and i was like you know what my head hurts too much so i'm reading you this awesome article that i found and we're just going to discuss the shit that's said in that article and if people don't like that get over it because grace is healing from surgery but i had surgery <laughs> me some slack. come on I was so sedated
0: for four days after it that was surgery. was the greatest thing that ever happened to me, you getting surgery. Oh, my it God. It really was.
1: It was the best. Do it again. Do I it. apologize to anybody <laughs> who had to take care of me. Apologize. My poor boyfriend. Well, fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> my poor fiancé
0: who had to look after me during that time. Anyway. He loved it, though. Oh, he loved it. He was just, he was just sad that you didn't remember I it. don't remember <laughs> uh, any of it.
1: I don't remember any of the stuff, that the caring, loving stuff that he did. Putting my drops in my eyes four times a day, making me snacks on the couch and food. I got no recollection whatsoever.
0: Literally, like, here comes the aeroplane feeding you dinner. Yeah, no,
1: because I couldn't open my eyes the first night. They were in so much pain. Um, And I was so sedated that I
0: was like, what are eyelids? How do I lift (laughs) them? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't fucking know what's going on. No, honestly, though, like, I'm very glad the surgery went well. I'm Mm. very glad that you're healing. But, oh, my (laughs) God, I'm so glad that you were like, I'm going to try and (laughs) – Document this process on Instagram because it was the funniest. It was the best content of my life. <laughs> There's one video where Daniel's like, "So this is Grace. She's gonna be asleep for four days, and then just like, just oh, just turns around on you, and you're just like, passed out in the bed." <laughs> yeah, I think I was like, Ugh. "It's amazing." <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I do have like a slight memory of getting angry at the word potato
0: on the phone. To on me. the phone, it to was you. the greatest thing. It It honestly, I had such a shitty week because you were, well, because life <laughs> and 2020 in general. And then I was like, my best friend is recovering from surgery and is awake like two hours a day, like yeah. selfish over here. Yeah. But I was like, come on, I want to talk to my girl. <laughs> and so Grace would call me for like the two hours of the day, like. During her little one hour of the day that she was awake. And it was comedy gold. The fact that I didn't somehow try and like get Daniel to like get us on recording so I could have played it. It would have been solid content for Patreon. Oh, look, I guess you're just going to have to get real drugged out Mm. for four days again and we'll see what happens. Well,
1: I was taking one milligram. I don't know how many times a day of lorazepam or whatever it was. And then it turns out after I got all better and I went through my little like pencil case of medicine that they gave me that the first two nights, the first two days I was supposed to be taking 2.5s. Wait, really? You you were not taking the recommended dose. No. You were taking less I was than taking you were that drug down. less drugged out. than half of the recommended <laughs> dose for the first two days, which means I have two days' worth of 2.5s sitting in my cupboard. Well, now we're talking. I know. So when you come down here, we have a Ar-
0: Laraz party. Yeah, we're going to record it and see if uh, – <laughs> let's, let's be honest.
1: <laughs> Live stream it get on instagram <laughs> yes instagram live you and me trying to take
0: 2.5s. <laughs> trying to pronounce the word potato for oh my minutes. god i don't know why yeah. i struggled with that word so much i don't know and i can't i can't even recreate it for you no. because th- you had like eight different versions of the word potato and none of them
1: and all i was trying to say <laughs> Dan was gonna make me some mashed potato for dinner
0: <laughs> you were like dan's gonna make me some mashed potato to me. And I was like, potatoes? And you were like, mouth can't make words, bye. And I was like, okay, bye, sleep well. Do uh, you want me to tell you about pockets?
1: Yeah. Bring it on. All right. So this article is called The Weird, Complicated, Sexist History of Pockets. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, that's amazing.
1: Uh, I know. I know. It's written by uh, Rachel LeBitz and it was published on Mike.com, dot com. So we fuck with Rachel LeBitz because she is great and sassy during this article. She wrote it in 2016. So it's not really that old. It's only four years. Um, perfect. But let me tell you about what Rachel said about pockets.
0: Oh, I'm so, excited, especially with sassy. This I know. I know.
1: She goes, people have a lot of feelings when it comes to pockets. In short, they are great only when you have them and only when they are large enough to stuff anything you want inside of them. Mm -hmm. A snack, a phone, a condom, all of that should be able to fit in fashion's favourite hidden compartments. But in lots of women's clothing, that hardly ever happens. Which is so fucking true. It's so
0: fucking true.
1: So fucking true. You know the only thing worse than a pair of pants that doesn't have a
0: pocket? Oh, can I guess? Tell me. Fake pockets. Yes! Yes! The fuck are you going to sew a fake fucking pocket there? Bitch. Oh, bitch. Like, it's so much worse because so you have that worse. moment where you're like, oh, pockets? Oh, the, elusive, the elusive pockets pocket never in women's clothing? No, no. It's just like an extra fuck, fuck, fuck you. It's an yeah. extra
1: fuck you. It's an extra fuck you. Mm. So she goes on to say... Entire essays have been written about why women's pockets are so small. Entire essays have been written about why that's sexist. Mm-hmm. Entire essays have been written about how the iPhone has made some pockets fairly fucking useless. Well, she didn't say fucking, but fairly
0: useless. <laughs> <laughs> We're ad-libbing, Rachel. Oh, I'm sorry. just ad-libbing. Sorry, <laughs> Rachel.
1: Uh, why are women's pockets so contentious in the first place? Really? Why are they so crappy or just totally non-existent? And what role does technology play? Oh, I know. Is... I know. Get ready. I'm already. Get I'm ready,
0: already.
1: Bitch. I'm already on board. <laughs> So she goes on to say, turns out pockets have been fashion's favourite little secret since the 17th century. So this deep love and passion for them is not only sensible but has been ingrained into our society for the last 400 years. Oh, and they've been pretty much some sex- sexist bullshit from the start. Yes, bitch. Rachel, you Ooh. tell them. Tell him. So she um, has broken down this article into like 17th century, 18th century, 19th century, 20th century.
0: Okay. Which
1: I like because that's how I like yeah. to, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I vibe with that. You know I like when things are categorised.
0: Hell yeah. I love it too. So
1: this one is the 17th century. Pockets mm-hmm. are pretty useless but also sexy. Hey, all right, headed. okay, well got Get it. it. <laughs> um, she says women's clothes didn't really have internal pockets for most of history, even while men's started appearing in the late 1600s. Rude.
0: Rude. Rude. So,
1: according to London's Victoria and Albert Museum, while pockets in menswear were often sewn directly into garments like they are today, women had to get crafty and wrap a sack with a string around their waist and tuck it way under their petticoats. Oh, my God. And side note, Victoria and Albert, they were king and queen for a little while. And when we were in the UK, we went to their holiday home on the Isle of Wight.
0: Fancy. It was awesome. It was like... Old. <laughs> was it? It was old, bitch.
1: Like it was very nice. And Albert used to buy Victoria art all the time. Oh, cute. So he would buy her paintings and she would buy him statues. Because they had so much money, they and like wealth. And I mean wealth is in not just money, but like Property and, and pro- well property and they, they didn't need anything they bought each other beautiful artworks because that's something that money can't put uh, if that makes sense but we did this thing where we counted the amount of penises we saw. In every room, <laughs> <laughs> oh as the adults, Dan and I are, and some rooms had like twenty plus penises. Oh, I was
0: them. about to say you could have made it a drinking game, but you probably wouldn't have made oh it the holiday.
1: It was bonkers the amount of penis in that place. Was it like a castle? No, it was it was like a cottage house thing. Like a, I think it was three stories. It was pretty big, English victorian mansion-y sort of thing and it's now a museum that you go out onto and they were big on having their kids learn how like um economics work kind of so they had like a veggie patch and the kids would have to grow their veggies and then dig up their veggies and then get them ready and sell their veggies back to victoria and albert I love that. And they had a playhouse where, like, the daughter and the kids would, like, role play with a nanny how to bake and how to sew and sort of do that thing because they didn't want their kids to be, like, useless.
0: It's very, 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 very cute. That's cool. They wanted them to have, like, proper life skills. Yeah. Well,
1: I think they were like, you could run the country one day, so you need to know how the world works. Yeah, you, you how can't it works just...
0: outside of this massive holiday house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really that's cool. That's so cool. I love that also, like, I'm sorry, but that's just a cute little power couple moment, buying oh. each other art and sculptures.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Adorable. I, don't know what, I don't know what they were like. I don't know if he was a dick and she yeah, was a bitch. Yeah, true. But also <laughs> anyone who buys their husband a sculpture that has penis just there, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm here for it. So. <laughs> In fact, we might get some penis sculptures around this house.
0: I'm going to buy you
1: one. Thank so you. I'm going to
0: start sending them. Yes, Weekly. Daniel, please. Please. Please.
1: <laughs> please send me paraphernalia, cock and ball paraphernalia for my house. All right. All right. No. to right. <laughs>
0: Okay. So, Rachel Last time was a sewing machine. Next time, it's a sculpture of a penis. I, I hope you
1: sculpt it for me. Okay, all right, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Not I painted something for givens. you. I painted something for you. I painted titties for you. That is true. Now I, I need you, you to paint a me dick. a dick back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. Christmas. We're never getting through this article. No, we keep on these things. So, Rachel goes on to say the purse-like items were much harder to access, though rather like rather than pockets or normal purses are so back then in the then, bag in the bags yeah mm. that they had tied to their waist so back then women wore a gown and that gown had a petticoat or a skirt and then underneath that was an under petticoat and then underneath that was a shift
0: oh my god yeah so that's a lot
1: women's makeshift pockets were hung a- under her dress but over the under petticoat and shift Making it logistically difficult to access unless she was nearly nude by seventeenth century standards. Um, so it's oh basically, yeah. Rachel says it was basically like having two fanny packs that you couldn't easily get to on either side of your skirt. Very flattering. Yeah. So they would have to lift up their skirt and expose their petticoats to to reach. A bag of makeshift pockets. Right. And because they couldn't do that in public, it meant that they couldn't go to the market oh, yeah, and course. buy things. So they couldn't go to an inn and buy lunch. They would have to duck off into, you know, somewhere private. somewhere private or oh, whatever. Which, God. Is, which is why it's sexist, because it's that age-old controlling thing of women not having easy access to money. hmm mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. God which damn you know. It. Anyway, so <laughs> then Rachel goes into the 18th century, which she titles, for women, those hip purses became an accessory. Oh, okay. So throughout the 1700s, the pouches women's, women used as makeshift pockets became increasingly elaborate. So women were hand sewing embellishments and embroidery and stuff like that on them. Cute. Um, there was also another major improvement. They were cutting slits into women's dresses to offer, offer them access to their hanging pockets.
0: Ah, which so they didn't have yeah. to look up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Love so that. So if you were a woman with money and if you were a woman with money, you had pockets, you know, mm-hmm. um, th- these pockets could contain anything from like a pincushion to jewellery to cakes and whatnot because they still didn't
0: have money. They still didn't handle money. So you're just walking around with cake in your pocket. Yes. Well, I so guess you, I guess you can't thing, buy yourself lunch. Because you can't buy yourself lunch. Oh, my God. And then also you're probably trading. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Wow. And Rachel goes, oh, an update on the men. They still <laughs> have pockets and they still work just fine. Typical. I love
0: Rachel. <laughs> I love Rachel. So she goes,
1: yeah, she can be in the trash family. Absolutely. So she goes, in any case, the voluptuous and circle skirted gowns of the period offered the ability for women to both wear many layers and still have access to pockets in size. Okay. And they yeah. say, which now varied inside and we can only imagine how many cakes could fill one at a time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool.
1: Right? Like, <laughs> I guess those massive like wire skirt things that they wore. Oh, the wore. cage things. Yeah, the cage things. You could have anything
0: under that. Like swords. I'd, I'd be a criminal. I'd have <laughs> swords. I'd be robbing places. Oh, weapons. Yeah, that's a cool. I love Weapons, bitch. That. <laughs> weapons and poison. Oh, we are pirates in this We also do have are. to
1: remember which
0: pocket has the poison cakes and which pocket has the eating cakes. Yeah, you'll be in charge of that because I'd fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll carry the weapons, you carry the cakes. I'll so have so the safe. cakes. Yeah, I'm here for that. We are badass women in this era. I want,
1: yeah, in my mind, I'm imagining yeah, in, it. in, in our mind, yeah, in our mind, because we don't want to really think about what we would be in this no, era. No, 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 no. no.
0: <laughs> okay. Your mum said to keep this episode light. We're trying. Yeah, we're it light. <laughs> um, so,
1: 19th century pockets fall out of favour, and the world starts to suck. <laughs> okay, so she goes. Remember when everyone started wearing skinny jeans and then all of the pockets disappeared? Well, that basically happened in the 1800s too when silhouettes of popular dresses slimmed down and more Grecian-style dresses and silhouettes happened, leaving no room for these internal pocket pouches at all.
0: So the dresses became like more slimmer. Yeah, like form-fitted. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I looked into this and apparently women started studying ancient Greek texts and they were interested in the sleek lines of the women that were often described and depicted in these texts. But those women didn't have pockets. They, They couldn't find any details about pockets like in these texts, which, okay, I read this. Yeah. But also I didn't think women in like, the 1800s were reading A, yeah true good point and B reading ancient greek texts and then demanding that fashion changes
0: yeah i call bullshit so i don't know like i'm that- sorry if i'm walking around with my big cage skirt on and i can fit all my i can finally carry things and you know rah, rah, rah.
1: but also
0: yeah those cage skirts were heavy Mm, and
1: women true. were wearing cage skirts and corsets and faintings. So maybe oh, women yeah. wanted to not be wearing that shit anymore. And you were just talking about all the layers
0: of like pants yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Okay. Totally. But I don't yeah.
1: know. I honestly don't know if this was women driven or if this was male driven so men could see the bodily figure of women. Yeah. Make it fashion so they can perve. Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah. Because of this, the purse was born because of these, like, fine silhouettes. Right. So they were called reticules. Um, Okay. Now, they were minuscule bags that women carried in their hands rather than on their hips. And as the century ticked on, they became more elaborately decorated, just like pockets had in the era beforehand.
0: How small were they? Like, Well,
1: Well, here. So they also were a status symbol. Since the bags were not large enough to carry any money, well-to-do women tended to leave all the money handling to their men anyway. Right. So large reticules or bags were looked down on because they symbolized a woman that worked and couldn't just stay home.
0: Oh, okay. But a woman
1: with a bag so like an elaborate, obviously expensive bag, so incredibly small that it obviously couldn't hold any money.
0: Is it like a symbol of power? Yeah, it it was right. like um,
1: pale women in you know, like they did. They obviously weren't tending the
0: fields, so being pale. Right. Yes, of course. You know, and the so ri- the paler they were, the richer they. Yeah, were, which is why assumed. they powdered
1: their faces white. And,
0: oh my god! Which I'm just
1: saying. I fucking love a dainty, tiny little purse, but I also fucking love a giant fucking tote bag that's got eight million things in it because I'm
0: hungry (laughs) and I need a tote bag with some snacks. Amen, sister. But also, like, isn't it so typical that, uh, I don't know, just the fact that purses... You know, that it's they made it fashionable that they were small enough that you couldn't carry anything. So like that's what everyone wanted. Like that's just yeah, it's just and mm. it was that thing again.
1: They didn't want women carrying to have the
0: control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all comes back to power.
1: It all comes back to that. So fashion historian Barbara Berman touches on this in her book Pockets of History: The Secret Life of an Everyday Object. So she says the fashions and limitations, sorry, the frustrations and limitations of women's access to money and ownership or of property were neatly mirrored in the restricted scope of their pockets. Mm. Thanks patriarchy. That's Rachel's comment. Oh my God. I I love Rachel. That's amazing. But it was basically the thing. They were like, you don't have any money. You don't have any fucking say in anything. You don't have any property. You don't have any real power. Your husband does everything, so you don't even get to carry a handkerchief. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. You need to sneeze, you need to ask your husband. Oh, my God. You hungry, you need to ask your husband. You want to buy a pair of shoes, you need to ask your husband.
0: That's, it's, it is, you've just summed it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nothing else I can add to that. Yeah. They didn't even.
1: Except fucking typical. Yeah. This was a shit when like women didn't even have keys to their own home. You know what I mean? It's insane. Because of course they were never outside of their house without being without. accompanied by their husband. Yeah. Well, male.
0: Yeah, totally. Yep. Had to have, if it wasn't your husband, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it didn't have to be like a father well, or Well, it brother was a butler and, or whatever. And, oh, of course. And like, but a man. The butler. Gets to hold that shit, like it's just yeah, mm-hmm. such an insult. Mm-hmm. So
1: now you're we're a in
0: rich power, like you're yeah, a rich life of a powerful man, and but... you don't even get keys, but the butler does. Yeah, but you know, but you're still nobody because you're a you're woman. still property. <laughs> you're still property. Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to.
1: So then we move on to the early twentieth century. Um, okay. And she titled this All Hail Eternal Badass Marlene Dietrich and the Pockets She Brought With Her.
0: Hey, hey. All, right. all right. All right.
1: We're getting on this. So, okay. In the mid to late 1800s, women started to rebel. Woo, woo. So, according to the Victoria and Albert Museum, dress patterns started to include instructions for sewing pockets into skirts if you felt like being an independent woman. Yes. So they didn't come with pockets, but they also came with how to sew pockets in. And I'm going to assume that they weren't like, if you felt like being an independent woman, they were probably like, if you're a peasant and you need pockets, but still it was like pockets were coming. It's an improvement. It's an improvement. So Rachel goes on to say, women also started to take their pockets, pocket rights back in the early 1900s when they started wearing pants. Yes, girl, get it. Yeah. So, in 1933, Women's Wear Daily apparently reported on the highly controversial subject, asking mm-hmm. its readers, "Will women wear trousers?" Stay tuned. Yeah, I stay tuned. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> at the time, women having fabric between their legs totally weirded out some people because of bogus reasons like femininity. <laughs> but so yeah. I I googled this and I looked into like this era. Women often were wearing pants inside the home and in the backyard for like exercise and stuff. Okay. For like cleaning the house and doing ex- you know, cuz women didn't exercise in public. No, no. But they no. were still expected to be slim and trim, so it. they were like wearing pants in their backyard to garden and whatever, but it was okay. like never in public. Yeah, I um Yeah, so women have been wearing pants in this era
0: just not in public for fashion. It was unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah. I remember, like, this book I read a couple of years back when I first started getting into motorcycles. And it was about this woman who was, like, a wife and a stay-at-home mum and then her husband went off to World War II Mm. and she had to start working in the factories Mm -hmm. and she couldn't afford, like, they didn't have any money for a car and her husband had had a motorcycle. So she... Like started wearing his pants, obviously, because yeah. he only ride a motorcycle in your 50s dress like or forties, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And um, and taught herself how to ride a motorcycle oh. and then used the motorcycle to ride back and forth from the factory while she was like during well, obviously she worked in the factory during the war while her husband was gone. And like that's the coolest story ever. That's the coolest story. What happened next was like when her husband got home, she was Like all of society was like, yes, girl, like love these women working in the factories, absolutely get it. It was totally acceptable for her to wear pants, ride motorcycles, be a bad bitch. And then when everyone came home from war, they were like, okay, no, now you all need to go back to how it was. You're not allowed to ride a motorcycle. You're not allowed to wear pants. And she did some weird protest and, not weird, but she like decided to protest it and she refused to wear a skirt ever again and like wore pants the rest of her days. It was the best story. Yeah.
1: Well, then it says, uh, Rachel says, but with both world wars came a boom of util- utilitarian clothing for women who were now.
0: Yeah. I think you were just
1: saying. Yeah. yeah. So, utilitarian, um, if people don't know, it means function over fashion. So, it, like something being a utility, being mm-hmm. useful, that's like a utilitarian. Um, so yeah, so during the World Wars, became a boom of utilitarian clothing because we, the fashion wasn't the concern anymore. It was getting shit done. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and by that we mean that women finally got pants that fucking worked. And by that we mean <laughs> they had pockets. Yes.
0: War on that one. Um, so she actually wrote the fucking. The, yes. The, the, she
1: literally wrote <laughs> pants that fucking work.
0: Yes, girl. <laughs>
1: yes, Rachel. <laughs> so. I just want to put in Rosie the Riveter was mm. 1943. So that was like the height of women in factories wearing mm. pants and shit like that. So you were right, like the 1940s. Yeah. Um, and then in. I half remembered a story. Well. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> that was a great story. I want to read that
0: book. I read it like seven years ago. So it was trying to like, oh, All where right. does this go next?
1: Yeah. Um, so then we go on to the late 20th century. Um, Mm -hmm. And Rachel writes, fashion wants us thin, so it robs us of pockets. Rude. 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 Not on board. Um, She goes, but then somewhere in the middle of post-war 1900s, fashion had a crisis. Could there be trousers for women? How would they look? How would they be shaped? Because fashion is obsessed with slimming down women's silhouettes. Shocker. Pockets started getting cut out of women's pants completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she goes on to say, so that awful feeling where you put on a pair of pants and discover to your horror that there are no pockets, your mum. That m- we all relate to Yeah, it. your mum probably relates to that too. So, <laughs> yeah. Over the course of the century, some pants for women had pockets, while some didn't at all. She goes, consider this quote from esteemed designer Christian Dior in 1954, reported by The Spectre Men have pockets to keep things in, women, for decoration
0: doesn't that just summarize it that's it it's all two seams some for some
1: fucking reason on my crutch where my fucking pockets should be
0: oh oh, i know like yeah it's 2020 oh my god can i I have some pockets can i have some pockets (laughs) sorry She goes
1: on to say the 70s and early 90s brought a period of relief when women started dressing in menswear or menswear-inspired pieces and this became trendy. So, like, think of Hillary Clinton, you know, she donned slacks for ages. Like Hillary Clinton was huge because she didn't wear, like, dresses and skirts. She always wore a three-piece, like, pantsuit.
0: Yeah, right. She was like one of the only ones that would have, well, probably the only one that did that in her. Yeah, she really made it like a fashion thing, so. Um, There you go. But after the
1: brief loose-bottomed respite, the 90s brought the rise of luxury designer handbags. right? Which didn't help our plea and made fashion more concerned with creating bags than ensuring clothing (laughs) had pockets.
0: Yeah, legitimately. Like, it makes so much sense. Uh Oh, uh, literally the pants I'm wearing, I've just looked down and I've realised they have fake pockets and I'm so mad. (laughs) Oh,
1: I am wearing a pair of Lorna Jane tights and I've only ever got my hands on one of these. They are double-lined thermal tights for winter and they have pockets on both sides and the pockets are big enough to fit my phone in them and I have like an iPhone Max. Okay, you won the and lottery the with pants. Best thing. I know, but I can I wanna get two pairs. Like I wanna get another pair and they're sold out Australia wide. So anyway. Isn't
0: that doesn't that just summarise it though? There's yeah. a pair of pants with pockets that are actually like a great size. A warm there's, there's pair, two of them. Yeah,
1: a warm pair <laughs> so of pants. So they're sold out. So they're sold oh out my everywhere. God. Yeah. And I was like at Lorna Jane and I don't Lorna Jane. I've found a lot of her statements to be fat phobic and not really body positive. So Mm -hmm. it's not somewhere that I generally shop at. I I don't really agree. Anyway, let's not get into that. Okay. (laughs) But I couldn't find any other double lined thermal gym pants with pockets anywhere. So I ended up buying them. And I said to the lady behind the counter, do you have anything similar to this? And she like showed me a bunch of like lounge pants that had pockets and stuff, but they're like thin and shit. Yeah. And I was like, you've just told me these are the last pair. They're sold out. Why are you only making these in one style?
0: That's the thing. Like, I understand why the handbag industry would want, would be happy about like women never getting pockets. But why would the gym industry not want fucking, anyway? Exactly. If you're selling clothing, if you're literally, like, honestly, if any one, like, clothing company, Decided to just make everything pockets. They mm. would be, they would be the most popular one. They would never have to worry about sales because only, anytime you need something, the only thing I like
1: about Lorna Jane tights that I often find not in other tights are the key
0: pocket in the back, the oh, zip, okay. the zipped pocket. Oh yeah, like um, in the back, like bench? literally,
1: yeah, in the back band. So if yeah, you go yeah. jogging, you can put just your house key in there and so if you get mugged or anything they don't know where your house key is and you can get home safely that's
0: sick i like that it's a good
1: idea but not every one of their pants even has like these ones don't have that
0: and why the hell not like it's genius i mean why the fucking hell not fashion yeah
1: so rachel anyway let's get back to rachel rachel goes on to say also
0: unhelpful the
1: tight low-rise pants that swept in, like, Britney Spears' teenage oh hips. Oh, my God. Well, they have no room Britney. for poppins. Britney, stop it. She's also, still wearing them. I just got to tell people, if you are not following Britney Spears on Insta,
0: <laughs> Yes, you need to fucking do
1: it. <laughs> it's the greatest get thing. On, get on that shit because oh, it brings
0: Grace and I so much joy.
1: We send them to each other. So often, because this girl, love her to death.
0: Bless she's done, she's just done too much crack in her life. She doesn't have a PR team to help out. Somebody, I love it. Thank God she doesn't have a PR team
1: to help out. <laughs>
0: Look, but, she's happy. She's living her best life. Yes, she set mm-hmm. her gym on fire. <laughs> yes, you all need to go watch the video where she talks about setting her gym on fire. Oh my God, you need to go watch the video where she talks about <sighs> sharks. Oh, my God, shucks. I will post it. I'll post it on find it. We'll find it. Someone will be like on our Instagram be like, why is Britney on here? Did they do an episode? No. But you all need to see. This is a public service that we're doing.
1: Um, Okay, so Rachel goes, after after mentioning the all-hail-goddess Britney Spears, she goes, oh, (laughs) and if you're wondering what men were up to this whole time, they're too busy shoving their entire hands down deep pockets (laughs) to give
0: any care about any of this.
1: (laughs) So,
0: <laughs> rage. Yeah. rage, 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 yeah. rage. So I
1: did a bit of hellfire. Math. I did a bit of math. Okay. And I Googled some shit. So right. if women don't have functional pockets, they have to buy handbags Yes. because that's how it works. So this mm-hmm. creates more traffic and more money for the fashion industry to sell bags with. Of course. Now Daily Mail UK, which is my favorite fucking.
0: <laughs> the one with all the, the it's, articles it's... that are just yes. bonkers. Yes.
1: They did an article. <laughs> on UK women.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Now, UK women buy 192 handbags in their lifetime. All
0: right. Oh. Holy and, shit.
1: Yeah. And you have about 14 at any one time and you buy about three a year.
0: So true. I mean, it, so is,
1: it is July, June mm-hmm. and we're in quarantine. We've been in lockdown and I've already bought one handbag this year.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I'm on track. to go to the shops. Yeah, I'm on track to buy three this year. And so. I, yeah, I, I'm always going through bags. Not because yeah. I've. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm it's a big. Just- I like my bags to match shit.
0: Yeah, amen. And also, like, you, you know, when you're going out like this. It's just, you need the bigger bag, but you also need the smaller bag. I know, So if you buy three a year, they're generally,
1: the UK mail says, this was in 2016 as well, so it's probably inflated a little bit, but it's only four years old, so not that much. Okay. Um, they're generally £32 per bag, which is Australian $57. Yep. Which I would say is about correct. I have bags that are like, I don't know, $20, $30 from like Colette. But then I also have like some Oraton bags, some Mimco bags, some Kate Spade bags that are a lot more than that. So Yeah,
0: I agree with that number as well. Yeah. Like a, yeah. on average. On totally. average. Yeah. Yeah. And so in a
1: lifetime you would spend £6,144, which is over $11,000 Australian.
0: I'm about to throw something. For $11,000. I, I like, I, I can't even say, are you kidding me? Because I'm not surprised. No. I, heard, I but hate But then again, the thing is, is I love a good handbag. I fucking hate handbags. Really? I always be I, I uh, always complain. I have a really bad neck and shoulders. Uh, yeah, they're heavy and they hurt your shoulders. Yeah, and so I can't wear... Yeah bags on my shoulders So yes. I have to carry like yeah. a bag with a handle and yep. that fucking irritates I've, me because every day I'm like, I've seen
1: a, handle, I've handle. seen a video. I saw a musculoskeletal therapist mm. specifically for my shoulders and my hips because my shoulders are out of whack from carrying handbags. And she said, this is specifically from carrying handbags that are too heavy. And my hips are out of whack because I've lived my entire adult life in heels
0: Oh my god! Yeah,
1: and so I've seen a muscular. Fun being a girl. Literally, it's fun just being because, a girl is yeah, so gross. yeah, which costs me hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Anyway, so Rachel's now up to the 21st it century. It all adds up. It all adds up. It all adds up. Um, Rachel's now up to the 21st century. She goes, "Okay, so we've got some pockets, but will they fit my iPhone? No, no, <laughs> probably not." Oh. She goes, "The 21st century. What little of it we've experienced so far is sick of this shit." <laughs> Amen. women want pockets big and wide on the back of their jeans and the front we want pockets in every dress we own we want pockets in shirts and skirts and jackets and any possible garment where one will fit
0: yes and we want
1: them now yeah (laughs) we want to put a screeching halt to fake pockets that fall fall us but most of all we want pockets that fit our phones yes Yes. big pockets are come on places on red carpets where Mm. women such as amy schumer are rocking pocketed dresses with their hands tucked ever so stylishly into them but that doesn't mean that it's trickled down into real clothing like jeans where we actually need everyday fashion Yeah. yeah so she goes on to say every iteration of the phone has gotten bigger and bringing with it panic amongst women that one day You know, we'll we'll be forced to just hold it, or put them into bags, and like, men fucking have pockets. Nah,
0: honestly, like,
1: yep. Yep. I work. We don't have the thing that men have had for four hundred years since the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, and we carry more. I'm
0: sorry. Oh well, of course we we carry more.
1: Yeah, I, lipstick, chapstick, headphones, oh, a snack. I know you're always like tampon.
0: Hand I mean, sanitizer. Hand, now, hand sanitizer. Yeah. Always
1: got that in my bag yep. now. Yep.
0: Yep. My boyfriend doesn't have hand sanitizer. No, Dad doesn't have hand sanitizer.
1: <laughs> he's a doctor and he's like, I'm fucking I'm not carrying hand sanitizer. Know, it's
0: like keys and a wallet and phone. But also he doesn't and they have all fit
1: to. In your pocket. He doesn't have to, because he knows I am. Exactly. That's the thing. Like why would he? No. He knows I am. He knows I've got a handbag. He knows I'm carrying it.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like mum when you're a mother, you've mm. got a you know Always have everything you need for the kids in your bag. So yep. everyone's growing up used to having the women in their lives, having everything in their bags. Yep. 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 To be honest, I'm kind of, I kind of fail at that a little bit. Ah. I don't oh. know how, I don't know how I've always got this. My thing with handbags is it doesn't matter how much I try, like organize them or just have the minimum. They're always so heavy. There's so much stuff. There's, There's so, so much human stuff. Life. Yeah. Get a backpack. Mm, maybe it's, I better I you, it's better for your shoulders. But then I can't reach my knife if I need it. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Yeah. Weapons. All right, let me finish off what Rachel
1: said because she's only got a little bit left. Okay. She goes, when you look back at history, what we're really asking for is equality. Mm. Mm-hmm. She goes, that being said, people, mainly women, duh, are trying <laughs> to change things. There are some clothing lines that have directly addressed the problem, ensuring their consumers that their pockets are indeed large enough for an iPhone 6S. So change seems to be coming, albeit a little bit slowly. The question now at this point is, like, how much longer must we suffer? And that's the end of her article.
0: First of all, I love Rachel. Mm. She good. She, yeah. That was amazing. Go, Rachel. Yep, she's good. It's so true, though. Uh Uh I mean, I will specifically buy stuff just
1: because it has pockets. Like, oh, I've definitely done that. Black Milk has this toasty range of leggings recently. And I went on there to just buy a blue pair, but I ended up buying a blue pair
0: and a black pair because the black pair has pockets. I can't – I totally relate. Like I can't tell you how many times where I've been trying on clothes and I've then been like, oh, like this is cute. Like I don't know if I'm really sold on it. And then I'll realise it has pockets. Yes. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm buying it just yep. – just yep. for that—that's the selling point, right yep. there. Yep, 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 yep. It's yep. like that thing when you like compliment a woman's dress at a party, and she's like, "Thanks." It, it has pockets. pockets. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. there's a there's a rule. We have yes. to you tell have each to other tell them when they exist. Yeah, and then you have to tell them where to get that dress because we all yep. want that dress that's cute and has and pockets. And also, if I find out
1: someone's dress had a pocket, like has pockets, and they didn't tell me, I'm like, "You motherfucking sneaky bitch." Yeah, you sneaky bitch. Why didn't you tell mm-hmm. me about your pockets? You could have been holding my chapstick this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. So I have a quiz for us this week. Oh, okay. Okay. Quiz time. So it is five questions. Okay. Some are multiple choice, some are open-ended. Okay. Right. So question one, what percentage of UK women picked handbags as their favorite fashion item to buy? Is it? Please
0: tw- tell me this is multiple choice. This one's,
1: yeah. Um, 24%. 53% or 76%. 53%. Yeah, correct. 53%. Hey. And I would wager the second group would be shoes.
0: Shoes. Is, was yeah. It was either going to be shoes or handbags.
1: Yeah. 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 So this one's an open-ended question here. Okay. What do you speculate that men are buying with their extra 1100,000 in a lifetime? <laughs> I'm genuinely asking because what <laughs> the fuck are these guys doing?
0: That's the best question you've ever done in a quiz. <laughs> Look, I don't know, but I'm jealous. I want to know. What do you reckon? What's your, what's your theory? Cars? That's half That's a what, car. I know. that. Like, I know what I'd spend it on. I mean, you go on an overseas holiday, get oh a God, car. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Put in savings. Oh, what the
1: fuck are they, like... Men already earn more than us statistically. And don't come at me with anti-wage gap gap shit. I don't want to hear it. We'll fight you. I'll fight you. And I can in these pants because I'm wearing leggings with pockets. So I'm unstoppable. She can't get you. But then they also don't have to buy makeup, Mm -mm. hair products,
0: Mm -mm.
1: handbags. Daniel has like three pairs of Mm. shoes and one's his work pair Ones is workout pair
0: and ones is everything else pair. And also then, on top of that, like what about how you were saying you've got to spend the money to go get your back fixed from wearing high heels exactly. and your shoulders fixed from having the handbags. Exactly. It's not even exactly. just buying it. It's then how it also just keeps domino affecting I know, everywhere else. I know, absolutely. Snowball. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: absolutely. Yeah, like, I, I just I wanna know men, what you buying?
0: Is
1: Can it I video have video games? It? Is it video it's video games, isn't it? Is it video games? It's porn? video games. Is it porn? No, well, no, porn's free. too many porn's free. And porn shouldn't be free. Pay for your fucking porn.
0: True that onlyfans.com, hit up our girls. Oh.
1: And I actually yeah. had a really good I'm going off, I'm going off tangent. Do here. it. Rant. Go for it. This Please. is my thing for OnlyFans. Okay. What I want OnlyFans to do is a non-subscription subscription. So I understand that men in couples or women in couples or couples in general or whatever often feel uncomfortable with their partner subscribing to a particular girl's OnlyFans because some couples feel like that is over the line of cheating where just watching porn isn't, right? Right, okay. Because of like the one-on-one whatever. Now, OnlyFans should have a subscription option where you sign up, pay a monthly fee and you have access to content that, several girls have decided they are happy to be on that page. So you yeah. are paying for your porn, but you're not paying for a one-on-one connection with a particular girl, but that girl is still getting commission
0: off that porn. You're still paying sex workers. If you're that still makes, supporting yes. the girls.
1: Absolutely. And I don't know why OnlyFans hasn't done this as an or option humans. for I girls yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Humans. Like I don't, because pay for humans who make porn, and if your human that you're in a relationship with isn't comfortable with you paying for one-on-one content, that's fine. That's acceptable. I'm not judging anybody.
0: No, every relationship there should has their be, own boundaries. Yes. Yep. And there Whatever should be a, a
1: fucking way for OnlyFans. I don't, I don't understand why it's not a thing yet.
0: Yeah, it really should be. It should be. That is – honestly, that is a great, great suggestion. Look, yep. I've told you before, you need to run things. God, I just Everything. we should run
1: the world.
0: Well, yeah, well, anyway. I mean – Anyway, I've had a lot of ginger it. beer
1: tonight.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to question
1: three. Oh yeah. Back it's, to the
0: quiz. Back right. to the quiz. We're doing a quiz.
1: Okay, so this one's open ended as well. Oh shit. All right. Now a suffragette was a woman's activist in the early twentieth century who, under the banner of votes for women's, fought for the right for you know, women to vote in public elections. Yes. This was known as women's suffrage. So, suffrage is the right to vote. So, women's suffrage is the right for women to vote. Black suffrage is the right for blacks to vote, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Okay. These women often wore suits that had pockets in them and they became known as the suffragette suit. Get it. That's cool. If you were a suffragette, what would your protest banner say?
0: Wait, I only get to choose one? Yep. One saying on a banner right now. Because mine would be pay for porn. <laughs> mine would be equality, pocket equality. That's pocket honestly, equality. I have so many more that I could think of. Yes. No, and I could it. go on for days. But right now, <laughs> pocket equality, motherfucker. And I want to include motherfucker for the rest.: Yes, yes. That's my banner. Yes. We, we, could, we would be dead. Mine would say pay for porn and
1: yours would say pocket equality, motherfucker. (laughs) And
0: And then we'd be thrown in prison. (laughs) (laughs) If we were lucky. Yeah.
1: Okay. Question four. It is um, multiple choice. Okay. Cool. In Victorian era fashion, how many Mm -hmm. layers of petticoats were common? Oh, shit. Three, six or nine.
0: Uh, six. What's it was six. six. Yeah, six. Really?
1: Six layers am- Honestly, of, pe-
0: of just petticoats. <sighs> and that's, if you said to oh. me, no, Ashley, you're wrong, it's nine, I wouldn't, you have, been, wouldn't have been surprised. surprised yeah. nah. Do you want to know no what surprise. I also found out? Those six layers of petticoats
1: usually weighed around 14 pounds, which Holy is f- like 20 kilos. And that's not with each? The cor- each. No, 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 like for the six of them.
0: Oh, fuck, but that's, still.
1: that's not with the weight of the corset. Which was metal bone uh, or, or whale bone.
0: Whales, yeah.
1: Or the cage <laughs> or the cake that they had stuffed in their ass,
0: <laughs> you know, or any of that
1: fucking, or the poison that they had in their front <laughs> pocket,
0: in their fanny All pack. All of those swords that they were hiding. Like, bitch, they must have been so, so strong. No wonder they were fainting. Yeah, seriously. Just the physical battle of wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Couldn't. Wouldn't. I just, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. off to him. Because I just I'm, wouldn't. I just don't understand. I just get how up in the anyone Oh I, God, no. Nah, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be the village outcast that just went and like frolicked. Oh my in God, the, let's just know, go by frolic. myself in the hills yes. naked. Yep. It's just like fuck yep. you and your rules. Look, fuck I probably would have been burnt for the stake like two weeks later. But you know what? We wouldn't have it's even made it. it to that. We would
1: have been thrown in a river as babies. I would have been like,
0: what What did I fuck this loud-ass woman? What did I do wrong as a baby? You cried. Oh, yeah, well.
1: (laughs) You're opinionated.
0: (laughs) I can tell this baby is going to have lots of opinions. Get rid of it now. Get rid of it. Our parents would have met down at the river being like, oh, you're getting rid of yours as well. (laughs) Oh, we should be friends.
1: Let's have lunch. (laughs) Okay. All right. Last question.
0: All right.
1: This one is open-ended but there's only one, like, you're guessing an answer to this. Okay. You can't. You can't know, but you're guessing. So okay. Uh, Mudwa One thousand and one. <laughs> M- M- it's a brand. Mudwa? Okay. I don't know. Okay. So the one thousand and one nights diamond purse is currently the most expensive handbag in the world, and it holds the record. Like it holds the position in the Guinness Book of Records since uh, two thousand and eleven. Damn. Right. All so. Right. The handcrafted bag is made up of 18 karat gold and features 105 yellow diamonds, 56 pink diamonds and 4,356 colourless diamonds. Holy shit. It took Artesians 8,800 hours to create this masterpiece, <sighs> which sold last year at a Christine's auction preview in Hong Kong. Guess how much <laughs> this handbag
0: sold for? It's got to be in the millions, like yes. millions it's in, and it's millions.
1: In the, it's in the millions. Okay, think about it. No, like uh, one hundred and five uh, diamonds, four thousand colorless I'm diamonds. Going, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna look honestly. Eighteen million. It sold for three point eight US million dollars, which shit. is five Four nine million Australian dollars. Holy shit! For a handbag? For one handbag? And it's small. I bet it is. And ugly. Really? Yeah, I'm going to send you a picture. Me, uh, world's most expensive handbag. I'm going to send you a photo, bitch.
0: Yeah, I want to see this,
1: girl. You gone because it is.
0: Ug Town. Ug Town? Ugg Town. Send it. Show me this bag. It's coming. It's coming. Show- and on. how much? What In Australian, it was what, like $5 million Five, roughly? $5.45
1: million. Dollars. <laughs>
0: who the it- fuck bought this bag? Oh, someone in Hong Kong. Yeah, but who the fuck bought this bag? You know what I mean? Like, well, what I think, yeah, you I doing? think it's the
1: kind of thing where you have so much money that now but you're just an asshole with it like well you're just i like... think also you're you're like accumulating wealth it's not about accumulating dollar money anymore it's that power that comes with wealth yeah totally and wealth is stuff like the world's most expensive handbags and the world's most expensive cars like they have it's status, yeah they have status fucking that bragging i texted it to you i don't know if it'll come through but
0: it's just coming through now i can see the little dots oh yeah, Yeah, I was expecting. there. Yeah, that's it. More. I was what expecting it to be blown there? away.
1: A condom, a
0: tampon, and maybe a chapstick. Bitch, that clasp won't even work. I guarantee it. Oh, no,
1: I don't think it does because it's got the chain around it.
0: Mm-mm. I don't even think you can open this bag.
1: Which makes it not
0: a bag. It makes it a. It makes it a weight. You're literally It makes carrying... it a weapon. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now I'm kind of on board. Oh, although on it's board. fucking ugly.
1: Fucking up.
0: Tell me it doesn't but look like costume jewellery. Honestly, it looks like something that I would have owned when I was five. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going we'll like, to put it.
0: We will put this on Instagram or
1: some shit. I, I promise
0: I will. And I'll make it. An actual post. So, no matter when you listen to this episode, you can always go back and find it. You can have a look um, at the ugliest bag in the world. But I want to describe it anyway because this is like, this looks like something Polly Pocket would own. Yes. Right? It's, a poly, it's, it's literally a Polly Pocket house. It's a Polly Pocket house. It's bag. bougie Polly Pocket's house. <laughs> I prefer Polly Pocket. You can keep it. But in saying that, someone's got $5 million. I don't want this bag, but, I mean, I'll take, like, diamond-encrusted weapons. That sounds sick. I'm on board with that. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm trying to – I can't even find a picture of it open. I don't think it – oh, man. Like, I don't – I I actually cannot find a picture of it open.
0: It literally mustn't open. Oh,
1: actually, there we go. It does open. I found a picture of it open.
0: Okay. But still, like – Anyway, shocking.
1: it's a love heart. So it's a love heart that's completely diamond encrusted. It's got one big diamond in the middle of the love heart. And then it's got like gold diamonds that shoot out like maybe fireworks, but it looks like costume jewelry.
0: That even, that that description even makes it sound nicer than what it looks (laughs) like. (laughs) The fireworks thing sounds amazing. It doesn't look that great. No, it doesn't look that great. Yeah. And it's one of those shitty, like shaped,
1: hard, Clutches, yeah, that means every, mean you can't every fit woman's own hard it, clutch Yeah, that, that you, you can't
0: yeah. fit anything in it.
1: So, anyway. And
0: that class will break the first time you try and close it in a nightclub. Yeah. Just saying. I'll or you it. won't be able to get it
1: open at the bar. Yes. You'll oh be my fucking God. stuck and you're trying to
0: get your cash out. I hate that. Ugh. Hard clutch bags <sighs> my are episode. cute and fucking annoying.
1: There's my episode on pockets.
0: Nailed it. Hope you liked it, Seriously. Mum yeah and shout out to rachel and shout out to rachel <laughs> you're bad bitch yeah you get it I'm girl good yeah yeah get it girl fucking pockets fucking just give me some pockets pocket equality motherfucker pocket equality motherfucker <laughs> pay for your porn i mean i have pockets <laughs> And Should we make shirts for ourselves that say pay for porn and <laughs> pocket, equality, pocket motherfucker? equality motherfucker i'm on uh, board. i wear it every day yes yep i would too Yeah, I'd wear I'd literally take turns each day. I'd own multiple shirts. And yeah, every second day I'd be wearing my porn one. Every other day I'd be wearing my pocket one. Yep. Yep. Let's get it. Christmas 2020 is going to be lit. 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 All right. Well, y'all have a nice life. I never know how to end these things. <laughs> I was like, okay, y'all have a nice life. No. But how <laughs> do you end? <laughs> oh, I don't know <laughs> either. Look, I don't know either. But but y'all have a nice life is my new favourite ending. That's what we're going with every episode Going with now. y'all have
1: a nice life.
0: They always just have this assumption
1: that they'll hear this and then never listen to
0: another one of our episodes. Oh, I'm leaving this part in. This is dynamite. This is fantastic. As Absolutely Trashed is a new podcast, we would love to hear your thoughts, suggestions and opinions. Please email us at absolutelytrashed at outlook.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Absolutely Trashed Podcast. Please subscribe as it's the best way to support us girls. Thanks for listening.